As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome to the Blackhawks Talk podcast. I am Pat Boyle. I am with Stanley Cup champion Scott Darling, who is the newest member of NBC Sports Chicago. He's going to be a Blackhawks analyst on pre- and post-game live this year. We're going to get into that. We'll get into uh, this this team, the rebuild, Kane and Tabes coming up. But I want to start, Scotty, kind of with, you know, you, you fought your way to the NHL. Nobody uh, paid their dues more th- than you did. You had a great run with the Blackhawks. You go to Carolina. Uh, you were even in Austria at the end of your career when COVID hit. Uh, and then you played your final game for Rockford, right? Yes, sir. All right, so what went through your mind as you reflected and thought about calling it a career? Well, I mean, you know, I was so fortunate that I got to play 11 years of professional hockey. Wouldn't change a second of it. Um but, you know, during COVID, it was it was a weird year. You know, teams weren't playing. You know, I was with the Panthers. Charlotte didn't play that year. They know where to send their goalies. Then I'm back in Chicago. I'm commuting an hour and 40 minutes every day for practice to Rockford. And I'm like, you know. Yeah. Nice. I, know, I know I'm on my way out. So, yeah. I'm like, this is good. I'm proud of what I did. And I was like, I'm going to move on to the next phase of my life. And, uh, you know, but so grateful for every second that I got to, you know, play pro hockey so you know you think about it hockey was your life the first you know 32 years that you're on this earth and then all of a sudden you think about the next phase um what was that like what and 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 how did you come across stand-up comedy oh it was scary man it's like a huge transition you're like 32 you're like, oh, geez, Louise, I got a lot of life left to live. Like, what sure. am I going to do the rest of my life? And so it took me a little bit to like, you know, and then I I always loved comedy. I huge stand-up comedy fan. So I was at the Laugh Factory in Chicago here, and I was uh, lucky enough to cross paths with a comedian who shared the kind of same humor that I have. And he... He told me we became great friends. His name's Ray Wisbrock. He's hilarious. And he said, come open for me one time. Try it one time. If you don't like it, I'll never ask you to do it again. So I did it. And I was awful, but I loved it. Like, I loved the thrill. You were hooked, like, right away, like, some, it, some vibe you got. Yeah, it's like that rush up your spine. That, like, it's it reminded me of playing, like, an NHL game. Like, I used to throw up before every game I played in the NHL. So, like... The, the nervous, anxious, but excitement at the same time. And so since then, I've been, I've just been, you know, gripping, ripping guns a blaze and trying to do the most, you know, comedy I can. It's going pretty well. I, I talked at the top about how hard you worked and paid your dues and worked your way up some 19 stops before you, you get to the Blackhawks. Is comedy 
sort of like that too is like you know working hard grinding on a wednesday night at the laugh factory maybe there's you know not a full house mm-hmm. and and uh you know and and even on off days you you know you, you see something you write it down in your book okay i'm gonna i'll i'll turn that into a bit like yeah i treat i treat comedy the same way i i i treat hockey some nights you don't want to do it you're not in the mood but you, you show up you put in the work and you know you have your nights where it's like <laughs> same thing with hockey it's like some nights you bomb and like i'm like i should quit comedy <laughs> but i have kind of like my the way i am it's like nope let's go power through if i bomb i want to do it again i want to like go out and do it better like um so it's definitely a grind it's it's an interesting world um the community and everything but uh I, I find it very, very fulfilling. I'm very excited about what it could lead to. You joked, uh, I went and saw your stand-up uh, last week, and you joked that, you know, it's good to be a Stanley Cup champion in Chicago. It, <laughs> it, 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 uh, it opens some doors. That being said, uh, not all the comedians love the fact that <laughs> you have, you know, toured with certain comics, that you are getting opportunities that they're like, they've been waiting for something like that. So what's that dynamic like where you've kind of entered their world just in in, a different Avenue? Yeah. So I, I, I call it like the cheat code, um, because I play for the Blackhawks, you know, so I get like extra opportunities, like right away. I'm brand new at comedy. I've only been doing it for like five months, but, um, it's, it's, it's hard to navigate. Um, cause there's like a jealousy factor there, but, if you're funny, you're funny. Like, I don't know if, if I was terrible, uh, I wouldn't be getting rebooked just cause I yeah, played you wouldn't be getting dog. the text. Yeah. Like, you know, come to yeah, exactly. wherever, so, Toronto but, or where you're, but for me as a person, I, I don't really like that mentality. Cause like, I want everyone to do well. I want the best for every person I meet in my entire life. And so I don't consider myself competing against other comedians. I'm competing against myself. Like I want to be the best comedian I could be. Um, and so I kind of just like roll it off my shoulders when, you know, people are like, oh, you're touring with Ian Bag. You just started. Like, what the F word? Yeah, right. Say it. Um, but so I-, I want the best for everybody. So I don't know. Get better at comedy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, you know, so I'm sitting there the other and the, the night that you you uh, did it at the Laugh Factory, um, there were three comics before you that there was a competition uh, for the audience to pick their favorite. Mm-hmm. And like one thing is like if you play for the Blackhawks and you go out on a given night and you lose, yeah, it might be your fault because you let in maybe a soft one, but you could also point to 21 other guys and say, you know, they might have had an off shift or, you know, turnover at the blue line or what, whatever the case may be. It's not like you're walking out every night of the United Center going, this one was on me. When you're a comic, I mean, it's 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 one it's you and the audience, and it's like it doesn't get more you know on your shoulders squarely than that. Is that hard to navigate sometimes? Well, people ask me that, and it's like I I relate it to being a goalie. It's like you're kind of on an island. Like it's true, you know, a, a goalie. Like if you have a bad night, you lose. The team loses. And so you're kind of on your own while, I mean, you're still part of the team, but it's kind of your own game within the game. And so people are like, how do you get up in front of, how do you put that mic in your hands? And like, I'm like, I've been doing this for 
you know, 25 there, years. Yeah. It's like, I'm out there. If I suck, I suck. If I, if I'm going to get heckled, I get heckled. But if I, you know, I, if I play well, we win. Like if I tell the jokes, right, we win. Like, you know, so that's kind of how I've related the two together. And uh, you know, the, uh, the end game, as far as comedy goes, is it, is it a Netflix special? Is it just continue to tour? Like how, how, what, what do you have an end game in, in mind? Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to like, I obviously want to be a great comedian. I'm like I said, I'm, I'm green. I'm new. I think I'm funny. Uh, some people also do. So I, think uh, you're funny. <laughs> I would love, I would love worth. to get to the part where like I'm headlining, I'm touring instead of like being the opener for somebody and doing a Netflix special. But you know, it takes people 10 to 15 years to get there. And like, so I'm just trying to learn and navigate this like world and try and do that. But yeah, I would love for that to be like my main job is just be in a Tom Segura or Kreischer. Like that would, that that's the goal. So you're, you know, kind of new five months into this new career as a comic, you're working, grinding your way there. Uh, now you get an opportunity as a Blackhawks TV analyst here at NBC Sports Chicago. Uh, so you got it now, you know, you, you're, you're, you got the comedy over here. You got the analyst TV role over there. What, uh, what do you expect? Like, what, what, what do you think you're getting into here? I guess. Well, I'm just super excited to be honest. Cause like, even though like the Blackhawks traded me, but I'm from Chicago. I love the Blackhawks. I watch every game. I'm still the biggest fan of the team. You know, a lot of guys that I play with aren't there left like still, but you know, I'm so excited to bring, you know, some light to, you know, it's going to be a rough season for us. Um, but I'm excited to be on TV and like, I'm a jokester. That's why I do comedy and, but bring some lights, you know, whatever. And just like kind of make people more excited to watch the broadcast. And like, cause I, I want people to support the Hawks. I know it's kind of been like slipping lately. So I want to bring fans in to watch the team and uh, hopefully I can make you laugh and um, maybe tell some stories and maybe some insight from playing. And uh, I'm excited to, to take on this new endeavor. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, from my perspective, I'm excited that, um, you know, we're we're going to put a lot more focus on entertaining this year. Because, like you said, it's probably going to be tough sledding on the ice. Mm -hmm. It's about development. It's about Rockford. And you'll be able to give, I think, interesting perspective on when a team and a franchise is in a rebuild, how important it is for those pieces in Rockford to come together. Because once upon a time, before Kane and Taves, that's what was going on in Rockford. Uh, and, and then everything kind of came together in 08, 09, and, and eventually 2010. Right. The, the Hawks, they, are, they have great scouts. Like, they're drafting. That's why we were so good when I played here. Because, like, you had all those, like, entry-level guys playing amazing. That's... I mean, that's why we got in trouble because they all played so well and then we had to sell them off because we couldn't afford to keep them. Um, but so they're notoriously like great scouts, great drafters. And so I'm excited to see these new young guys coming up and, you know, it's going to take some time, but I have the most faith in the franchise, like the best people. Like I couldn't say anything better about my experience there. And so it might take a little bit, but uh, the Hawks will be back. I'll tell you that. And look, 
we're talking about, you know, a rebuild, and, and players don't want to they, – they hate that word, right? Um, and, like, everyone's talking about, like, you know, tanking for Bedard and all that. Like, franchises rebuild, players don't. Players no want to go out every night and win. Every time I hear, like, people say about that, like, NFL and, you know, tank for draft. Like, no. It's like when you get on the ice, like, you're playing to win. You're playing for your job. And if you're not, you're not in the NHL. Right, so, right. So, like, every guy is trying to win every night. So, don't think that anything they're doing is, like, tanking because it's – I don't think it's actually possible because any guy who makes it to the NHL, you're out there to win. That's it. No matter what, even if you guys suck, like, you're out there to win. Uh, I know we're going to have at least two viewer, viewers uh, this year. We're going to have your mom <laughs> and we're going to have your girlfriend, Lori. Yeah. Uh, so Lamont's own, you have the unique perspective of growing up here and then joining this team and a championship run and the appreciation of knowing Kane and Taves, you know, as a fan, as a, as a Chicago Blackhawk fan, and then as a teammate, now as a friend, uh, this is going to be a tough one. If, if indeed this is their last season, I can I've accepted everything where this is going, and I I understand the end game, and and I I get what Kyle Davidson is doing. I truly do. Yeah. The thing that's hard is the day or the night that someone says, you know what? Indeed, Kane was traded. Uh, that that's going to be a big part of I think a lot of people in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's gonna that's gonna be tough. I know it's gonna remind me like when the Cubs yard sale and everybody. And it's like, I think Taser's staying. I think he's going to, you know, end his career as a Blackhawk. Okay. Kane, I think he's going to get a rental job. But in my, as a fan, as a friend, go do a playoff run and then come back the next then, year. Then I would love that because I think that's the perfect, like, thing. But, you know, whatever happens, he, he's the man. Uh, He's great. He has so much value as a you know trade option for a rental for a playoff team. So we'll see what happens uh, in a couple months. But I know he loves Chicago. Taves loves Chicago. They don't want to leave. Like, uh, but it's business, and what happens happens. Uh, what I am looking forward to is getting a goalie perspective on the pre and the post game show. That is something I've been in this role now for for over a decade, and we have not had that on set. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's going to be really, really cool. Uh, are you going to give us a peek behind the curtain of what it's like behind that mask? Oh yeah. Okay. You're going to be annoyed with me okay. after a few games because a, I'm going to defend the goalies to death. Right. Um, cause no one defends the goalies. So I got their back. Um, and yeah, it's like, people don't know how like intricate it, it is to like play goalie, like just the small stuff, like. That no one sees. All they see is you just like falling down in front of a puck, like, or like you know you letting in a goal. It's like you don't know why you let that goal in. It's like you don't see the guy forty feet in front of you who's trying to block a shot who doesn't block the shot and bailed out on it, and you can't see the puck coming at you, like stuff like that. So uh, I'm happy to uh, share some insight and support the union this season. <laughs> well, we're gonna uh, we're gonna see Scott along with Colby Cohen and Kaylee Chelios. Uh, they'll be on our Blackhawks season preview show that comes your way Monday night at 630. 
the first game the Blackhawks are on uh, TNT, that's Wednesday night, as uh, they have the banner-raising ceremony in Colorado. Let me ask you that question. So you win the Cup in 15, mm-hmm. 2016 banner-raise. Like, all you guys have done is celebrate. What do you remember about banner-raising night? The banner-raising Honestly, I just felt bad because like half the team wasn't there, and like, half of us went to the to raise the banner, and like, right. other guys were standing on the blue line. Um, but no, I mean it was amazing. Like even for me, like just seeing the banners playing the United Center is like I cried my first game, and like during the anthem, and I was like, I'm gonna be on TV. Don't cry. Cried, and. Um, it just, you know, it, it was amazing, but there's a stat about teams playing after they won. The, I think the first team to win after banneries was last year, right? Like, yeah, yeah I, 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 Tampa, I think you're right. They lost. Yeah. The first team in a while to, to win after like a, they won was last year. So, um, I don't know. Hope, uh, so that's the Avs game. So. <laughs> we'll have uh, the first time you'll see Scott Darling in a pregame role will be Thursday night when the Blackhawks take on the Vegas Golden Knights. Kaylee Chelios, Colby Cohn will join me as well. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to this new chapter for Scott Darling. Thank you for doing the podcast. Let's go, baby. All right. That's Scott Darling. Thank you for listening to the Blackhawks Talk podcast. We'll catch you next time. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.